comes a one-two pitch. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sox Fan Pod episode four. We are here talking a little bit of Sox, a lot of World Baseball Classic, um, and we are here with just Charlie and Nick because Caesar has a girlfriend. Um, Give a day off. Bill Ball and Jane. Uh, Charlie, how are we feeling about baseball feeling all right baseball is right around the corner i'm feeling good about that wbc is fun to watch nick how you doing buddy i'm good chuck how are you you know fantastic thank you for asking what a wholesome interaction I, well i actually had a 6 a.m flight yesterday got in at 4 a.m today so shout out elon university for booking me the cheapest flight possible look at that, look at that. and then i fly red eye to miami tomorrow so life's uh, ask why Yes, because I'm going to see the World Baseball Classic, where stars from all over the world are competing to win the World Baseball Classic Championship. And surely they stay healthy the entire time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. There are, there are no injuries to speak of. And we're just here talking socks. I'm so happy to be with you guys just talking just healthy baseball, because that's what that's what the game's always about. Even though with the World Baseball Classic, to most is just meaningless and no one watches it anyway. So yeah, I think I read this uh, this Twitter handle. I think it was like KFC Barstool or something. Yeah, yeah. It's not like that. He had he had some takes about that. Chuck, do you have some thoughts on uh, that Twitter exchange? Uh, I mean, I saw Jared Carabas like was really heated about it, uh, but I, I don't really know much about it. I just know that they were saying that World Baseball Classic doesn't really matter, which is a very hot take, but. Well, let me enlighten you. It's not only the baseball classic doesn't matter. The baseball classic should be canceled. That's what they said. No one cares about the baseball classic because no one watched it much. But, you know, just talking baseball here. So, Nick, which games did you go to then? Uh, I went to USA Great Britain. Uh, I went to every game the USA won. So I went to USA Great Britain, USA Canada, and then USA Colombia, and then I went to Great Britain, Mexico. Nice. How much are tickets? Uh, it depends on the game, man. So like Great Britain, Mexico, cheapest ticket was a dollar. A dollar? Yeah, a dollar. You can't really beat that price. Did you get them for a dollar? No, no, no. I need I need good seats. So, <laughs> guys, I don't know why people ever buy good seats. You can sit anywhere you want at any game ever. Like, 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 yes, but at the same time, it's like these games were pretty much sold out. So, like, USA Mexico was completely sold out. USA Canada was like ninety percent sold out. Like, the, the, these like they, these games are pretty pretty packed. So, uh, kind of goes against the whole uh, whole uh, people don't really care thing, huh? That's weird, cause he knows, he knows, he knows. All right, I'll just, uh, I'll just, I'll just get this off now. Uh, I have some thoughts on this, uh, this KFC barstool exchange. Sure, give it to me. Oh, I will. <laughs> oh, the exchange. Um, yeah. So, um, so KFC barstool was tweeting about how the World Baseball Classic doesn't matter. It's a meaningless game. All that, all that, and above. And here, here's my thoughts on it. Have any of you guys been to a Latin-speaking country? No, sir. Um, I went to Canada for like probably a week, like yeah, four years ago. But the Canadian baseball league's fucking electric. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I would say I have. What country? Spain. You ever see a a Spain baseball game? No, I've been to Aruba. You've been to Aruba baseball game. <laughs> No, but I've I know that they have baseball there. All right, well, what what, what did you want me to? What did you want me to get at here? I don't know. I was hoping all you guys would say no, and then I'd be able to enlighten you on. No, this Nick, thing. I've never been to. I've never been to. Thank you, Chuck. So, <laughs> Christ, Joseph. So, uh, okay, go ahead. The thing is, in these countries, when you go, the poverty rate is extreme, 
And when you're growing up in a Dominican Republic, a Puerto Rico, Venezuela, any of these countries, if you're a male, it is you make it as a big league baseball player or you work in your father's store. And that is not me being racist or any, anything like that, stereotyping. That is quite literally a fact. And for women, it's the same thing, but with volleyball in the Dominican Republic. And when you go to these games, it is unbelievably different because there is always action throughout the game because it's so different than what you watch at a USA game where there are these lagging parts throughout the game. That's not what it is in the Dominican or Puerto Rico or Venezuela or one of these countries. Oh, I've been to Puerto Rico. Joey, just do do us all a favor, just mute, all right? <laughs> okay, you no, you go ahead. Uh no, no, no. how is how is uh how is that country? How was the weather? Yeah, <laughs> it was warm, and I swam in the pool. Yeah, was it warm? Yeah, uh, it was. It was kind of. Could have been warmer. Uh now was this before or during your time in middle school? <laughs> this wasn't like this was only last year. So what, fourth grade? Yeah, pretty recent. I'm gonna let you go back to your baseball right here because that's what we do. No, so so did you, did you have did you have fun? Well, actually, when I was there, that's when the news broke that the the strike was off. So it was like I remember watching. It was it was fun, you know, because I'm like scrolling through. Twitter. No, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad. I'm glad you're glad that I have a good time. I'm glad this is so baseball, right? <laughs> what? So how about baseball? Let's uh, let's keep it on track, gentlemen. Um, you were saying, I like, Nick? I like baseball. So anyway, when you're in one of these foreign-speaking countries, <laughs> it is literally like it, it, you have to be there to experience it. It's literally baseball or bust. There is like no other sport. Like you look at the NBA, look at the Dominican Republic, for example. There are three Dominican NBA players. And that is extremely rare for there to even be that many because the Dominicans never had that many in the NBA before. Everyone grows up wanting to be a baseball player. There are facilities throughout the Dominican Republic where kids are getting signed at age 13 and 12. Bartolo Colon just opened an academy where he's signing 12-year-olds. And then there are scouts coming in every day to work with these kids to potentially sign them by age 15 so they can start getting money in. All right, that that is the culture these guys are playing in. So when they have an opportunity to go back and represent their country, that means more to them than when you're on a, a, a shitty franchise like the Oakland Athletics representing your country. When you're on a franchise, you know, that, that, that you're not going to get that benefit from. You've seen all these quotes come out from these players saying, like, Trey Turner for yesterday, for example, hit this grand slam. He said that was the biggest hit he's had in his career. Yeah. You know, other people saying these are the loudest stadiums I've ever been in. That's an atmosphere that you literally cannot replicate. Now, does this game mean anything to, you know, uh, Josh, the, the the white guy from Ohio? No, because he doesn't understand that culture. If you, if you literally are, I, I think so much about your, uh, who you are and your background is coming out through these arguments on KFC Barstool's page about how, like, if you've never been further than 300 miles from your hometown and I'm in Ohio, yeah, dude, I'd be pretty pissed to see my guy getting hurt in the World Baseball Classic, right? I'd be pretty pissed if, if Rafael Devers got hurt. But understanding where these guys come from, what the opportunity is for them to win something for their home country. The Dominican Republic, for example, has a population of, what, 10,000 people? And they're still able to, to put out, like, the most amazing – Wait, what? Uh, what the Dominican Republic only has ten thousand people. Oh, I really hope I'm not far off. <laughs> I think I meant to say ten million. <laughs> I I do. I hope you meant to say ten million. I I, I really think I said ten million. Okay. Joey, when we when we release this, just edit that. Make it ten. I'm, million. I'm just gonna record. I'm gonna record. I'm gonna record myself saying ten million and put it over you saying. 10,000 and it's all right 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 right. so like like, the Dominican Republic is 10 million people and they're still able to put out the like some of the most talented professionals in the game of baseball and we we see injuries all the time right like Mariano Rivera the greatest closer of all time when he got hurt from shagging fly balls in batting practice no one said let's cancel having pitchers shag fly balls in batting practice what Edwin Diaz happened to him that was literally just a freak injury thing right 
no one could predict that. I just received a tweet, Ken Rosenthal. X-rays have been done on Aaron Nato's right hand. I'm not sure the context, but I mean, we're talking already? about it right now. So, what? They've already gotten X-rays in. Yeah, yeah. I don't know exactly what happened. Well, but, I think I mean, you, you, kind you, of talking here's about. what I would say to that. I think when you're a team, you understand the risk of setting your players. The Red Sox did not let Christian Arroyo go because they wanted him to be the opening day second baseman. That is that is a fact. Each team can block their players from going. I, I'm blanking on the, the pitcher, and it'll, it'll come in, but there was a pitcher who I think it was Urias. The Dodgers wouldn't let Urias pitch because he was let to like a certain – uh, pitch count in in, the, in their final game, not the one yesterday, Joseph, the the one beforehand. Wait, what? Like the Dodgers, they 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 wanted him on like a certain rest day so that he wouldn't have to pitch the day beforehand. Well, Urias is pitching for Mexico, though. No, I I know, but they oh, wanted oh they wanted him to they wanted to mess with his routine in me- in in the oh yes, okay. Yes. So like teams can still control. I want to say it's Kendall Graveman was. Is he's Graveman the one who like left because he wasn't going to be pitching or something? I know Graveman opted in, like he was going to pitch for USA. So something obviously happened. Happened. Graveman's going to pitch either tonight or he's going to pitch soon because I think Team USA only has two available relief pitchers out of the pen today, which is Aaron Loop and Kendall Graveman. So, um, ah shit, I'm blanking. I'm blanking on who was, but like there are people who have like left the team. Because like they realize they're not going to get pitches, you know, opportunities. There, there are ways for you to play in this game and this tournament where you're getting the opportunities you want and the inning limit you want, where you're not being pushed to a level where you think you're going to get hurt. And the teams understand the risks of it. When the Astros lose Altuve, yeah, that hurts. Does that change? Say he's out for a month. Does that change who we think is going to win the AL West? Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely not. Right. So when you have these guys getting hurt, like Edwin Diaz, do we still think the Mets are going to be a competitive ball team this year? For sure. For sure. And, you know, the team understands this risk. And when it happened to Edwin Diaz, it was a it was a freak thing. It was unfortunate. But does that mean that the tournament is terrible? No, because they've got the Japan versus Korea game. That got 20 million more viewers than the most watched World Series game ever, which was in 1980. All right. And when USA plays Japan, that'll break that 1980 record as well, mainly because of the people in Japan, but it'll still break that record as well. When Puerto Rico played the Dominican Republic, 61% of the households in Puerto Rico were playing that game. It's just like incredible what this means to people outside of America. Now, the people in America may not necessarily like it because of the injury risk but before this year no one could name a single player who's gotten hurt in the world baseball classic and it's unfortunate for these guys Altuve, Arnado, Diaz but Diaz was a freak thing Altuve got hit in the hand he'll be back in you know short time and hopefully Arnado's okay this tournament has been great it's gotten a lot of attention to baseball and more importantly it's gotten a lot of people talking about baseball and I think that's a great thing the thing about KFC Barstool is like he's such an unbelievable hypocrite. And then he realized that he was a hypocrite and then tried to like play it off like a joke. Nick, what are you eating right now? Uh, this would be cookie dough ice cream. Oh yeah. Looks I guess the blood pumping. Um, so as Nick is enjoying his cookie dough ice cream, um KFC Barstool. There's a ton of like very blatantly racist tweets. That kind of goes back to my Japanese reference earlier in the pod. He is not a fan of people that aren't, you know, white and male, it seems like. And this is a guy that seemed to cheat on his pregnant wife, um, doesn't seem like a great guy. And now he's kind of going at like basically entire impoverished countries, which is ridiculous and he was like oh my god getting into huge Twitter beef over edwin diaz and then the next day literally the next day brandon nimmo goes down with a fairly serious knee injury in a spring training game and i'm like do you want to ban spring training at this point it's like it's ridiculous he really awful 
pretty bad night on MLB Twitter. You were kind of seeing who are the bad guys in, in MLB Twitter, who are the kind of racist pricks. And he was one of them. And it was just not like, it was ridiculous. It was like, you knew it was going to happen once one guy got injured. And that's just how the game goes. Yeah. And it's really unfortunate because it does stink for these guys, but injuries do happen. Like Chris Sale allegedly got hurt riding his bike last year. Do we ban athletes from riding their bike now? Injuries happen. It's a part of life. People are going to get hurt. Paul George got hurt in the 2014 Olympics. We haven't canceled that, right? Even though it didn't affect, you know, what the the billionaire white Americans think about, you know, their their product and what they're putting out there. It's still something right. that they're going to do each year. I think the World Baseball Classic has been fantastic. It's been really enjoyable, and I'm really looking forward to getting down to Miami tomorrow. And you said so. You said you were in Arizona yesterday, or. And uh, there was a certain someone, I mean, we were texting earlier, uh, but it was a certain someone you were sitting behind. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? I would love to, Chuck. And not only were we were we texting earlier, but we actually recorded this podcast earlier and then your audio caught out. And then we actually- I am not going to blame that on me. I'm not going to blame it on myself. My bad. It's okay. It happens. But I'd just love to love to hear your story again. I just well, love it, it so it much. Hasn't, I hear it it hasn't happened to me or Joey. So, um <laughs> Let's uh let's be let's be better next week. So sound Nick, dude. <laughs> uh so well, I'll just say I was at the Mexico Great Britain game. Atmosphere was great. And there's this lovely woman sitting in front of me with another lovely woman and a lovely child. Was she and, by chance married to a man named Octavio? Uh no. So she was actually married to a man named Octavio. But it's <laughs> that because I was looking over her shoulder, reading her text, as one naturally does at a sporting event. And I see her text to this guy, Octavio. And as you guys may recall, there was a game last year, I believe it was against the Tampa Bay Rays, where they flashed over to Octavio and Mrs. Duran. And then they were flashing Octavio Duran because, one, that's a sick name. And, two, he's humongous. Um, so... I was, I was reading these texts and I was able to put one or two together and I was sitting in front of Jaron Duran's mother, her friend, and her friend's son. So I was able to talk to them a little bit during the game. But let me tell you guys, it was painful because Duran had his only at-bats in the World Baseball Classic during that game. And he went, you know, his first at-bat, strikeout. He had like three straight change-ups that he was just so early on. Octavio's texting Mrs. Duran saying he's like, his head's out. He's opened up his front shoulder. Some That's some some baseball shit there. And then, you know, second at-bat, same thing. Just wasn't wasn't hitting. Third at-bat, it's like first pitch, leading runners in scoring position, no outs. And then he like it's like a weak pop up to the third baseman, and Mrs. Duran texts Octavio saying, "Well, at least he made contact this time." And then he gets pulled in the game for Alex Thomas. And let me tell you, the Durans Alec. were out. A L E K. I think that's right. Can we, can we fact check this? No, yeah, we can fact check no it. But I'm, no I'm like ninety percent sure he's no correct. One hundred percent. Right. So, it's so, okay, Nick. It's okay to be wrong though. <laughs> yeah, like I, said, like, was 10, pulled, people. like I said, so so he was pulled for Alec Thomas, and uh the Durants were were simply not happy. So I'm curious what you guys think. He had a really good spring training. He had an opportunity to either A make the roster, which we think was all unlikely, or B showcase himself enough where he could get a starting opportunity for another ball club. So do you guys think that Durant, because he's only gotten three at-bats and they've been three really bad at-bats, and we know baseball players, they need to see live pitching in order to improve themselves. So do we think Durant regrets his decision for playing for Team Mexico? He he might in retrospect, uh, but, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll start in AAA and, you know, he'll get his time there. And he, he knows he has to perform. His time is running out. And he knows that. I will go on a little tangent real quick. Even though Duran did not look too hot in the WBC, I will say he looked great uh, in the sombrero. He was a great atmosphere oh, yeah. in the dugout. Uh, so at least he brought that to the table. Uh, you know. One thing about like, like if I was in the NBA, I would be like the best hype man. Like, like that would be me, like in the dugout. Uh, I don't know why I said NBA, but like any sport, like 
I'm that guy that's just so hype, like all the time. Like that's how that's that's how you win ball games. Like I coach sixth graders for basketball, and I'm like a I'm like a fan out there. I'm like I'm like doing celebrations. I'm like telling them to hit the gritty every time they hit a three. It's <laughs> so fun. Like, hey, wait, so New South lets you coach kids in your same grade? <laughs> ah, good one. <laughs> Well, no, not nice. quite. I'm, I'm a little older. I'm just a little older than them. It's like a Big Brother type program, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a it's it's a lot of fun. And I would wear a sombrero like Jaron Duran if I could, but I can't because you know, homeroom teachers don't let me do that. <laughs> um, but if we're talking baseball here, because that's what we do sometimes, Jaron Duran should not have been in the World Baseball Classic because. He's got a baseball team to make, and that baseball team is the Boston Red Sox. And Rymel Tapia plays for the Boston Red Sox, and he is going to uh he's gonna get their fifth spot. If he he's gonna get their fifth spot. And um Duran doesn't have a lot going for him at this point anymore because he's a, he's just another lefty. I mean, Tapia's a lefty, but they're they're very similar players. Tapia's been here for longer in in spring. He's having a much better spring. He has no options and He's going to make the team and it's going to be rough um, for uh, whatever his name is, Duran. So do you think the Boston Red Sox should try to look for a package for Duran or or not a package, should try to package Duran with some other guys to get, you know, pieces for, for our lineup and rotation? Who? Who? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I could use a starting pitcher. I, I, I don't know. I was looking at some of the, some of the options and I, I I saw a name that I really like. I mean, obviously any team would like him, but Brandon Woodruff would be a great Red Sox. So obviously he's, he'd be a high, uh, you know, we, we'd have to give a lot away for him, but, but I'm just saying, you know, not, not any particular specific guys, but do you think that Duran should be on the chopping block? I do. Oh my God. Trey Turner homered again. Yeah, he's popping. He's popping off. And USA is about to mercy. Yeah, they're up 12 2, right? 13. 13 2 now? Yeah. Jeez. Um, I don't really want to trade Duran at this point because I feel like his value's in the toilet. Um kind of him and Dahlbeck, I'm like, they don't have value anymore. They would have been traded. And I'm just like, let's ride it out. They're not so old yet. And Let's give them one more year, and if they're not, go ahead and DFA. I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna scream and cry if they don't get, you know, some low level prospect, depth prospect that's never gonna amount to anything. I'm not gonna kind of be that guy, but you know, I definitely think that there is room to be kind of to question if 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 Dahlbeck should have been traded or earlier when the Rays were interested in him, or you know, Nick has sources, but um, there could have been people closer to trading for him you know in seasons past if he had higher value but i'm okay with holding on to bobby for one more year and holding on for jaron for one more year but it's gonna be a this is a prove it year for like half the roster yeah i would agree i think it's a prove it year for a lot of people including the the general manager and parts of ownership but I think when you have a guy like Durant, the reason he's going to start in AAA is because the ownership and then the team doesn't really give a shit about Tapia because they're okay if he's not seeing live pitching, right? They, they feel mm-hmm. like Durant is a guy that hopefully they can bring up and either increase his trade value or he can hopefully, you know, be an everyday center fielder, which I think is really unlikely because of how great Rafael has been. And it sounds like Rafael is going to start the year in AAA, which is really exciting for Red Sox fans. That's big. That's big news. Uh, absolutely. And, and I think Dahlbeck, I thought they were going to trade him after his first year, the year where he had like what, 20, 21 home runs or whatever, whatever that year was. 25. 25. Yeah. I thought they were going to trade him after that year. And to be honest, there really was not a lot of talk about trading him this off season. It always sounded like the plan was because if you, if Cassis gets hurt, who there's literally no one to, to back up at first base besides Dahlbeck. And what's interesting too, is they've had Dahlbeck, play four straight spring training games at shortstop. Yeah, I saw that. It's a utility thing that Cora and Hyam love, and I love it too because that creates so much depth. Like, I don't – Bobby is a great athlete. He doesn't really look like it, but he's like – 
He's extremely fast. He's very, you know, nimble. And I think that like creating that depth and like, I mean, you, I, I, I guess you sort of have triple A depth. Daniel Polka has had a really nice spring training, but like at that point, after that, it's like literally Nico Cavadas. Yeah. Know, I think it's all the way down to double A. I think I actually really like Nico, but uh, Dahlbeck too, like he, he's not even a first baseman. He was brought up in the system playing third base and he switched over to, to first base. Um, I'd also like to share on this podcast that I am a spit bro with Bobby Dahlbeck. You're a spit what? bro. Yeah. Woo-hoo! You're a what with Bobby Dahlbeck? A spit bro. Yeah. You don't know what that is? Uh, it's like when you and someone else uh, get with the same girl. Are you wow. Sure? Thank wow. You. Thank you. That is impressive. Holy Where did he go to school? Uh, Where did he go? Arizona? I thought he went to ASU. Okay, so maybe Arizona State. Arizona State. Because yeah. <laughs> he lives in uh he lives in Boston. Wow. Are we allowed to uh Wait, how share the name or should we keep that I confidential? I am a 21 years old. You guys are not even really like okay. Uh, good Nick, congratulations. That's a that's a big Thank deal. You. you know, while we're on this topic, I'd also like to say I found out uh a week ago that I'm also spit bros with Jeremy Swayman on the Bruins. Look at that. Dude. You get around, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> life's life's going great. I'm not spit bros with any professional athlete. It's all right. Unfortunately. I have walked yeah. by Jaron Duran in on Newberry Street right. with his girlfriend. Oh, like, so that's that's basically just... basically. Basically, and me and his girlfriend locked eyes because oh, yeah. yeah. I'm walking by and I'm like, that's Jaron Duran because his girlfriend, who, you know, is not that bad to, you know, lock eyes with, is also wearing a Jaron, a massive Jaron Duran jersey. And I'm like <laughs> kind of walking by and my mom is like, that's Jaron Duran way too loudly. And so then I'm just like, I just walk away. But it was pretty crazy. So I could say I'm sp- spit bros with Jaron Duran. Uh, I mean, yeah, pretty much like the transitive properties. That that's called. No. That, no, but that sounds like some honors math type thing that I'm not learning. Don't worry. Eighth grade, they always they they teach that heavy. You got you yeah, got time. Your your one reply to my tweet ever, <laughs> like I have seen one reply to my tweet ever was about Tale of Two Cities. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, what was that? I, I tweeted, like, should I watch the World Baseball Classic at, like, 1.30 in the morning or read Tale of Two Cities? And you <laughs> spoiled it for me in the replies. And you, that's our only Twitter interaction, like, ever. Don't worry, dude. Once the, once the season starts, I'm going to be really active on Twitter. Um, I am, I'm going to put the, the over-under on if I have less than 1,000 followers by the end of the season <laughs> – what you think that's a lot? Yes, it is. I tweet. I've tweeted what twelve thousand times. Yeah, but you also tweet some bad takes. <laughs> you tweeted tweet, to say that you think there are nine better pitchers in the rotation than Pavetta. Brian Bayo. Oh, before before we get to that, if I have less than is five hundred more reasonable. I have how many? Okay, so I have five hundred and eighty four. Okay, so. If the all right, hold on, let's make this interesting. Let's make this interesting. If the end of the year, socks underscore fan underscore Nick for no reason. Okay, you have sixteen. Hey, that's so good for a guy who (laughs) and eight tweets. (laughs) One of them. Okay, you have eight tweets. He retweeted to try and get a ninety-nine all-star. Hey, Pedro, which is up on my wall right there. Can you blame me? What? Can you blame me? It's such a good like it's deal. Like Forty dollars. He said you. Uh, he talked about Taylor Two Cities with me. He asked to be on this right podcast. Damn right I did. And then he tweeted in like he tweeted at Carabas in like July of 2021, and that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So at the end of the year, if I have however many less followers I have than you, I'll let you. What do you what do you what do you want? Venmo me ten. 
Venmo you to no, dude, because that's her follower. <laughs> well, I was gonna I was gonna say uh you can like just buy him a Lego kid. I think he's like oh, no, I was gonna say like help me with something for every one follower I have less than you. Help me with what? Helped me, not help me. Helped you? Like, like helped like, like, you? Yeah. Like an ice cube or something? I was, I, like like, I was thinking like an egg, a paintball. But what if I have like 400 more followers than you? Because that'd be a really like... shitty day for me. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to pelt you with with 500 baseballs to the dome. Okay. I'll, I mean, I'll wear a <laughs> But yeah, sure. So, so Joey. So for every follower that I have, for every one follower that I have more than you, I have a 578 follower lead or something like that yeah i get to pelt you with a baseball correct this is going to be the year of nick julian <laughs> awesome. i like it. i like that confidence awesome well charlie on our last episode said that he would rather get shot than take a baseball <laughs> well, the dome so charlie i was wondering uh, if you had any thoughts on that because you've you've had some time to think on that no i'm I'm not going to change my mind on that. I don't, Joey. I mean, I think Nick wouldn't have a well, problem. So you, would don't, I, you don't throw nine five. Do you, five, think, do, you no. think I, do you think I'd be better off getting shot? Well, no. I mean, Joey doesn't throw ninety five, so you'll be in the clear. You'll be good. You know. But I mean, I, if I throw, you know, sixty, like five hundred, wearing a helmet times. Yeah, I'm wearing a helmet. You can I, even, I mean, well, I guess, I guess just time will tell. Really. I will shoot you once. All right. Wait. I have a better idea. I have a better idea. Because baseball is like, like that's hard, man, to throw that accurately that many times. What about just like you ever play the game sting pong? Oh, that's a good one. It's like ping pong, but you take off your shirt and then you just get it like oh slap yes pong on your back. Yeah. We'll do that. Each one for every one you've more than me. That's like unbelievably painful. Correct. I'm in. <laughs> Sounds good. You're that much confident. I I like it, Nick. I like that. Uh so so go go ahead, Chuck. I'm sorry to interrupt. So no 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 it, no, it's totally okay. I like that conversation. So are we putting that in writing? Like, is that gonna happen? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. Just wanted to clarify. Just wanted to clarify. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I... So Joey, Joey, going back to uh to you eyeballing and uh and what was the what was the what was the name? Uh, spit. Spit bro, Spit bros, Spit bros with Duran. Would you rather get with Duran or his girlfriend? <laughs> That's a valid question. Not, with, not what I was expecting at all. Hey, I come out from left field with these hot takes, but I oh you gotta you're God. gonna have to answer the question. Charlie, that was excellent. Um it was yeah, well I have a I have a source on that one, so <laughs> <laughs> So being that I've already locked eyes with Jaron Duran's girlfriend before, I'm going to have to go with Jaron Duran's girlfriend because I feel like we've already done it once. Mm. That's you a fair, that's mean? fair. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick, what about you? Oh, I want to hear what Chuck has to say first. What I got to – all right. I mean, here's a hot take. You're either, you're either, you're either sleeping with a girl that – is he is he are they married or the girl you're with a man well 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 one of them makes no, a lot because of money. Dude, when you say it like that that's just like that's you just gotta way you gotta wait you're either sleeping with a girl girl or sleeping with a very nice physique right like you're not sleeping man. with a girl or a man you're sleeping with a girl or like the man or like a, the guy you know there's guy. a big difference you know there's a lot of women out there that you could choose from but there's only one Durant. Oh, there's only man. one jared Durant. only one so, personally, I think I might take the Durant on that one. I'm not going to lie. Might go Jared on that Okay. One. Big day for Charlie. In case he's listening to the pod, I'll leave my cell phone number at the end. But... <laughs> In case he's listening to the pod, here's my address. I'm just <laughs> Let's – Nick, are you uh, are you going to add another spit bro to your list with Jeremy uh, Swayman? Well, hopefully I'm not retired. <laughs> Wait, what? Like I, I hope I oh, got to keep going, man. Yeah. So Hopefully check, more to change. check another box. Uh oh, are you asking me would I rather Duran or Duran's girlfriend? Yeah. Uh, can I see a picture of Duran's? I gotta look at a picture for Duran's. Yeah, girlfriend. yeah. Let's this check, is, let's check his Instagram. I, was I probably to, should have. I, I probably should have taken a taken a. No, too late. 
I know. No, I already locked my answer in, but that, that's a smart decision. Only has four posts. Who is this guy? Kylie Grano. Is that her name? Who? Kylie Grano. How did you already figure that out? Some him. He is him. Yes, you're him. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know this girl. Um, Yeah, Jaren Duran. <laughs> Wait, let me see a picture. She's a soccer player. I would take Duran for sure, dude. I would have no idea what to do with all that. Jaron Durant, I mean, this dude is this dude is large. <laughs> no, he's a big boy. He is, he's large. Like, goodness. Like, come on. This dude's on trend. That is not... That doesn't, that doesn't make you want to sleep with him? Uh, <laughs> all right, so, so moving on from... Uh, I mean, come on. Hey, I might. I could look at this for hours. <laughs> He's a god. He is. Oh, guy. Nick. Oh, oh, oh. Can I do my segment? Uh, is this better? So that's what I was going to bring up. Well, like, no, but it can be. Okay. <laughs> so, Nick Pavetta, I had a little tweet today that went pretty viral. Had about nine likes. More than Nick Dude, I'm going to blow Dude. that out of the water. <laughs> um, it had about... um. There goes Charlie's 10 likes, six responses, two quotes. All right. I said, Nick Pavetta has literally no value to this team as a starter. There are legitimately eight or nine starters in this organization that I take over him, period. Swingman or DFA, period. End of tweet. Boom. I will stand by that because Nick Pavetta. Let's 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 hear eight or nine. Josh Winkowski. Cutter freaking Crawford. So good. Corey Kluber. Chris Sale. Ryan Bayo. James Paxton. Garrett Whitlock. um, Tanner Houck. Brandon Walter. Chris Murphy. 10. Brian Mata. 11. I had... This guy is going to go out and give you a five ERA. He's going to give you a five ERA, put your team at a competitive disadvantage, throw 92 miles per hour right down the pike, and drop that big old 78 mile per hour curveball that isn't actually good. And they all love him. Mike Carista on Instagram says he's invaluable. And like, no, just because you pitch innings, which everybody does and everyone will pitch, doesn't mean you have any value. He would have a good stuff plus, stuff plus, if he was a reliever, which he's not because he refuses to be. This dude reeks. Give me Cutter Crawford over him every single day of the week. Every single day of the week. I just think boom, the experience factor plays a big part in, in high or in a. Uh, Core's decision and Heim's decision, but I don't know. You got anything, Nick, on that? Yeah, I think the uh, – who was it? Mata, Walters, and Murphy, did you say? Yeah, Walt, yeah. All right, well, these yep. guys. I, I like Mata. Talk like to Mata me. A lot. Talk to me. Well, I, I, I don't necessarily disagree. I think yeah. when – well, I, I haven't agreed yet. So, so <laughs> that good in the back pocket, but I think when you have like a, a shitty season like last year, right? Pavetta threw almost 200 innings for this team. That seriously is invaluable because you're you're preventing guys from when you're Joey, Joey, oh, stay with us, kid. Stay with it. Stay with it. When, tired. When when you have a Best shitty time. When you have yeah, dude, ten fifteen. Is this is this past? I have forty pages of Tale of Two Cities to read when this is done. I, I already oh told God. you the ending. <laughs> I swear to God, if you spoil it, I swear to God. Don't don't I, don't spoil it. Let him read it. I, Let him read it. Swear that it's a true ending. Don't say we're we're done talking about Tale of Two Cities. Okay, okay. okay. Continue, continue. Right, 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 too right, much right, effort right, on this book. So, Joey, if you want my my old paid runs tale two cities, I actually know when I have that. But anyway, um, when you have a shitty season like last year, twenty twenty, 
having a guy to eat all these innings so that you don't have to call up these like young guys like Mod and Murphy and Walters too early, that seriously is invaluable. When you don't have to, you know, rush the process on calling guys up because you have an inning eater on a year that doesn't matter, that seriously matters. So I, I think that's like Pavetta's role. His role is to eat innings. Do I think he's amazing? No. Do but I now, think this year we have so much more pitching depth? We have For these sure. guys that were called up early, Cutter, Josh Winkowski, and, and Connor Siebold, who in a good season don't sniff the big leagues. Right. They're and... now ready. Uh, I don't like Siebold's on the team anymore. No, I no, know. But last got... year, Siebold should not have been making starts. Siebold is horrible. Right. But what I'm saying is if you didn't have a guy like Pavetta last year, like, like for example, like this year, we're going to have three starting pitchers on the IL to start the year. It's probably going to be Paxton, uh, maybe Bayo, and maybe Whitlock. Are these confirmed, though? Because Bayo no, and Whitlock they're, they're not. Yeah, they're not. Paxton is confirmed. He will not be ready on the opening day roster. Which I'm not even mad about because like, I'm not mad about that because I want him taking as much time as he needs because Right, but if you don't have if you don't have a Pavetta, then you're eventually or potentially rushing. Say say those three guys do start the year injured, then you're potentially rushing a guy like a Mata, a guy like a Walters, a guy like a Murphy that the organization could potentially want, you know, uh, to see develop in the in the minors for a couple more starts or whatever. Well, okay, Nick. Sure. Man, this kid. I'm, I'm on Nick's side on this. I mean, these guys are young. They're untested. Uh, they just need more experience. And yeah, they can get that at the major leagues, but I'd rather have them, you know, get more innings and, and look more comfortable in the minor leagues and then get brought up. We don't want to bring these guys up too soon. And yeah, oh, obviously, yeah. they're. Spencer Torkelson on the Tigers, I think it's all the talent in the world. They brought him up way too early. Yeah, I've been playing Major League Baseball last year, and I hope that doesn't fuck him. That being said, I still think he's going to be a dog, but I don't know. They Charlie just, did, just they secretly differ. texted us. I don't said, know. Yeah, I don't. What did you say? Uh, oh, 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 that's yeah. fine. I have to too. Perfect. So, uh, but no one knows what we said. So, yeah, the twenty twenty Boston Red Sox Mount Rushmore. I like it. Wait, 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 wait. I have one more segment that I thought of. I was suggested this by Daniel Clark. Shout out my sixth grade startings forward, Daniel Clark. My superstar. All right. Does Daniel listen to the pod? Daniel. What's up? Hi. Thanks for listening, kid. He suggested over under. We do some over unders for the 2023 Boston Red Sox, which I liked because we hadn't done that yet. I like that a lot, actually. We can keep like this Daniel. quick. We can keep this. Uh, we can keep this as short as possible. But I don't know how short it's going to be. First one, Vegas line, over under seventy seven and a half wins for the Red Sox is the easiest over I have yep. ever seen in my life. Not even close. Yep. Yeah, I'm I, taking I, over. I'll, I'll get fired if I say I have money on the over. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> say it. You're not saying it. Correct. He's not saying it. Charlie, no, he's not saying it. No, I no, he's not saying it. No, yeah. Sweet. They're gonna hit the over and Nick's no, they're gonna they're hundred percent hitting the over on that. Nick is going it's to a, make no money. It's a lot. Like, it's such a ridiculous line, too, because you're telling me the team made zero improvement from last year. No, it, yeah. you're telling them that they got worse than last year, which yeah, is exactly. possible. Like if anything, we stayed at the same caliber, if not got better. But exactly. that, that's worst case. Now, I personally believe we got a lot better. But I think this is like an 85-86 win ball club. This year. It's a 90 I agree. Win team. It's a 90 win team. On top of that, we're playing every team, right? Versus Correct. like, okay. So that, that you know, gives us a lot more games in Oakland and a lot of NL, like Pittsburgh and, and, and I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of better of, wins that could happen. Of back, of playing all the games. When do you, when are you guys going to your first game at, of, at Fenway? Um, opening game. Yeah. Sam. Well, I saw that one coming. <laughs> well, I'm going opening day if I can get student nines, which I did last year, which was insane. Crazy. Joey, I, I could probably get you tickets. For how oh. much? For free. Like every game? 
no, because I I have a lot of reserve for people already. Wait, so so what's your role with the Red Sox? So like, like, he's that guy. He's that guy. <laughs> that guy like Jaron Duran's that guy. Uh, yeah, dude. A lot of like, a lot of guys would probably rather sleep with me than my girlfriend. <laughs> All right, let's get back to these overs. No, no, no. Sure, real, sure. Quick, real quick. Like, what's your role with the team? Like, I'm, uh, I'm genuinely curious. You you can – dude, what is my role? I work in the front office. <laughs> I my, my position is, like, right next in between where Heim works and where Tom Warner works. John Henry, fun fact, doesn't have an office in the front office. Wow. Well, he just sits in the hallway or – Oh, he, he doesn't come <laughs> in. His old office is oh. in the sports closet. Have you have you met John Henry? Uh no, 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 no really? one. No one's met John Henry. <laughs> I've met well, Tom. I can... Henry, but... <laughs> is is Heim a really nice guy? I'm super nice guy. Yeah. I saw him at at ref at my refing again. I ref yeah. third graders. I saw him again. He said hi to my mom. She was starstruck. Uh he's or she's super nice guy. Super nice guy. But uh yeah, you'll see me on the field for pregame. You'll see me whenever they're like random events that the Red Sox host, you'll you'll probably see me there or behind the scenes planning them. And uh during the game, if if you stop by one of the, the fan services booth, you can hopefully see me there. I'm definitely gonna run into you like accidentally. For sure. Like not even planning, like seeing you at right, a game. Dude, you'll be with like you'll be with like your high school kids and then you're gonna like act to like not know me. Like, <laughs> Don't be like, wait, what's what's up, man? Like I've seen you before. Who this is well if you can ever get me tickets, I would be I would graciously accept them and I would take off I wouldn't pelt five hundred and eighty-four baseballs. <laughs> I'd pelt five hundred and eighty-two. So if I end up with a hundred more followers than you, I get to pelt you with a hundred ping pong balls. It's not happening. That's not how Twitter works. Dude, you haven't seen me go crazy yet. You have eight tweets. Like just, just wait, wait till I hit double digits and shit's gonna go crazy. Okay. Okay. Let's next over under. Next over under here. Um, over under one hundred followers for Nick Julian <laughs> at the end of this season. I'm I'm hammering the over on that. I'm, dude. Give me the under. I'm hammer. I'm putting all my money and my savings on the over on that. It's <laughs> like, dude, you don't think I know a hundred people who I can just get to follow me? You've probably gotten all your followers from the Sox fan pod bio. Uh yeah, probably. I I honestly want to say it definitely that, wasn't from the eight tweets. No, it was. I think like when I'm serious. <laughs> I think you had two followers when you messaged me. Could like, be, could be, because that was when you were at like three tweets. Let, let's get to hey. a uh, let's get to a real over under here. Yeah, you, you have another one. Okay, Charlie, keeping us on track. Over under fifteen homers for Masataka Yoshida. I'm going under. Over. I'm going under. I'm going under, but it's going to be tight. It's going to be like 13 It's going to be tight. 14. It's going to be 13, 14. Yeah. Did you guys see the home run he hit lefty on lefty? So yeah, no, it was a bomb. So that that kind of fired me up. I, I Dude, Yoshida is such a hard guy to project. I, I really could see him in the 15 to 20 range. What I don't understand is like people are calling this a massive overpay. He's getting paid about $15, $15 more. He's getting paid about $15 more than – Andrew Benintendi in millions. Like, that's, well, actually more because the transfer fee, but no one cares about the transfer fee. Like, he's going to have a better season than Andrew Benintendi offensively, offensively by far. That's that's going to happen. Did you guys know the Benintendi signing is the largest contract in White Sox team history? I did know that, which is so surprising because Benny's not that guy. <laughs> Crazy. They're a pathet- they're really like an underratedly pathetic franchise. I don't know if you guys know this, but the Yankees actually offered him more money, and he was just like, "Fuck the Yankees." The Yankees Good. had worst dead. That was the worst deadline I've ever seen. They got they they got fucked in the. They got hammered. You gave up Waldachuk. You gave up Sears. You gave up um, Wazinski or whatever his name is to the Cubs. You gave up these like really elite pitching prospects because the Yankees are just a pitching machine but like for what for for an injured efros who's going to be out for months Montes is out all year yeah for months benintendi played like four games for the yankees like well i mean 
Just does that Lou Trevino is legit their best player left. All right, hit us with the next uh, over under. Thirty-five on Yoshida. Okay, thirty-five home runs. Rafael Devers under. over. Under. I'm saying over. I'm saying he's gonna he's gonna have a hell of a year. This and Charlie year. are on the same wavelength right now. Thirty-five is is that's an egregious. Thirty-five is big, but he's the guy to do is, it. He's that good. He was injured all year and hit like. 30. Yeah, so, like, we're banking on him being healthy. We're banking on, dude, 30. I don't know, man. 35. How many? Did he hit 35 and 21? I think he had. Yeah. I think he had, like, 38. Yeah. That's easy for him. A full, healthy season without, you know, J.D. Martinez trying to act like he knows something about hitting and telling him stuff in the dugout. Like, he's going to get so much better. Yeah, 38 true. homers and 21 and then. 27 and 22, but 27. Like, like, yeah. Gotta make up nine. Yeah, it's doable. It's definitely doable. All right, hit us with the next one. Here's an interesting one 80 RBI for Justin Turner. I'm gonna go yeah. under. Well, so where is he hitting in the lineup though? Because was he third. was he hitting third? He's hitting third. Hey, I hate him in the three. <sighs> He's I'm gonna take the over if I yeah. I'm going under. I'm gonna take the over. I'm taking the over. He's in third. He's gonna be a like he hits for you know mostly contact now. Well, I think power. he needs a really good line. Yeah, it's a it is a very tight line. You're welcome. Whoever made that, that you get paid more. Shout out, shout out, whatever the kid's name is, Drake, Duke, Daniel, Daniel, <laughs> Big Danny, Drake, Duke is Damn. crazy. Um, and then I'm gonna make this one up because I didn't write this down. Let's go, Adam Duvall. Zero defensive runs saved in center field. <laughs> over. Wait, wait, just in center field or just his overall? Just in center field. Over. He's going to crush it. He's going to do so well. Over. But, like, I'm not confident in that over. No, it could, it, like, it could genuinely be, like, negative 10. <laughs> like, it could totally be horrible. No, okay, on that note, over under five Kike Defensive run saved at short. Over. I think Kike's going to be really good at short. He's so good. I think the is the organization is very confident in a shortstop. Yeah, no, I think, mean, he, yeah, he's an athlete. Give me a give me a percentage, you know, personal opinion or business opinion on how likely it is the Red Sox retain Kike on some sort of extension or free agent or signing next year. Because that extension from this year was huge. Because we don't know – without Kike, we have, like, three holes in this roster. Right. I think next year is a tough one to predict because hopefully you have guys like, you know, Rafaela jumping into the mix and, and, and whatnot. Um, I, I would say, like, 65%, 70%. I like that. Another I think it's more likely than not, but I don't think it's extremely likely. Like, if Kike balls out this year. There's a ghost. Yeah, if Kike balls out this year, I could see him uh, I could see him getting a bag from somewhere else. Let's rip a really, really quick 2020 Mount Rushmore because Charlie's got a dip. I got to read about Mr. Laurie, Dr. Manette, and Lucy Manette. Nick, give us uh give us your 2020 Mount Rushmore. Um real fast. All right, this uh, with with no reasoning behind it. Just bang out this 60 game season. I would say uh Xander Bogarts. I would say uh Christian Vasquez makes it. I would say Alex Verdugo makes it and I would say Nathan Avaldi makes it. Rafael Devers, I'm assuming didn't exist. He was on the team. I just he wasn't great in 2020. He hit 263, so not ideal. Better than but... Alex Verdugo. Alex Verdugo hit 308. So Verdugo not really was better. like the, he was the only. He was he was pretty damn good. Barely that catch he had where he was like scaling the wall against Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the only bright spot I remember for 2020. Verdugo has to be on the team. Give me Zach God Zach Godley. Um, Chris Mazza and Jeffrey Springs. That's 
That's three or four? Did you say four? How many people are on Mount Rushmore? There's four, man. <laughs> Hold on, Joey. Joey, name the four presidents on Mount Rushmore. Abe Lincoln. Tom, Thomas Jefferson. Uh, you, all right. You can stop there. It's okay. No. <laughs> uh, the, uh, uh, FDR. There you go. Theo Theo Roosevelt. Theo. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and uh, oh, oh, uh, George Washington, John yeah. Adams. No, you you got the. Floor. No, you got it. You've knocked Wait, so out they have, the, both, they have the FDR cousins. No, no, dude, Thomas Jefferson, Jefferson, Lincoln, and Roosevelt. Yeah. So why did you why did you laugh at me when I said Thomas Jefferson? He was a funny guy. He was a funny guy. You see his hair. Okay, so was was was. <laughs> Was Theo Roosevelt or was FDR on it? It was a it was a Theo. It was Teddy Teddy ball game. Yeah, it's such a random. Regardless, group. that's four. There's four. There's four. Random group. Okay, yeah, well then add in um add in uh Jose Peraza, King Jose Peraza. He had a five hit game on opening day in 2020. Dude, I, I was high on him. Like him and Yolmer Sanchez. Like, Yo, Yolmer Sanchez came to the Red Sox last year, and I was like, dude, this kid has a crazy hit tool and, like, glove at second base, but that didn't happen. Charlie. Yeah, here we go. We got Verdugo, dog, 2020 dog. We're going to go with Xander Bogarts at 300. Dog. Dude is the tank. King. Two other guys here. Two other guys. Ready? Kevin Plowecki with a whopping 341. That being said... He only played half the games, but he was really nice. That's a great bench. take. That's a great take. Five Where, homers off the uh, off the uh, or not five homers, one homer, five doubles. Whoops. Uh, and then my last guy, Mitchie Two Bags, Mitch Moreland. He hit three or no? He hit three twenty eight with eight homers in that in that small. Uh, and he retired. Season. And he only played twenty two games, and he had eight homers. So Dude, I liked him. I don't know. I love that guy. Dude, I love that guy. But in the World right. Series, 2018 World Series, oh my god, when he when he uh went Yabo, uh when we were down four nothing and they brought it back with him one. Ball still hasn't landed. No, I, I don't think it did. Yeah, I don't think it the, has. In your left corner, is that the flag with the 108 wins? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, oh, I love that one nineteen. Oh nice. yeah. My friend has it. It's fire. Thanks, man. I uh I I just took it from the office one day. <laughs> Did you actually? Yeah. There you go. Hopefully, uh, uh, also, Ryan Weber just like pissed me off because they would always talk about him like he's the next Greg Maddox. It's like, no, he's just the great next Greg Maddox because he just throws slow. Wait, who? Weber. How do we just get to Ryan Weber? Because he was on that 2020 team. We were just talking about Mitch Moreland. Yeah, who was also on the 2020 Red Sox. That was true. Okay, well, Ryan Weber's been DFA'd by the Yankees like eight times and is still uh, on their roster. Speaking of, like, being bad on the Yankees, uh, Tyler Danish. Oh, my like God. One inning, three. 108 one ERA. Yeah, dude, I am, I'm not mad at that at all. Real ERA. <laughs> what a bum. Yeah. Dude, I hate dipshit Danish. Sucks. Let me also throw a little bit of love to 2020 Nate Eovaldi. I mean, Thank he you. was he was our he was our bright spot in our not so bright pitching. I mean, he had he had one of the lowest ERAs on the team at a three seven, so it's not that low. But he threw he was four and two. I don't know. That's just another. He's an honorable man. Honorable Half our bullpen in that year is literally like not in the league anymore, which is insane. Dude, I was looking. Uh, the bullpen. Phillips Valdez. Oh. Three two six ERA. He actually had a great year. Not horrible. Anyway. Well, it looks like Charlie might have to run. Nick, spit brother. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you rip one out? Joey, I would. I would love to be spit brothers with you. Just we just got to make that. <laughs> that would be really weird. Oh, dude, that'd be you. You gotta. You gotta pull, man. I'm like made 12. a move on Duran's girlfriend, man. Twelve years like, old. Yeah, someone like <laughs> ten years older than you. Well, but hey, Joey, Charlie, I know you guys got to run. Charlie, hope you enjoy Teaser, your, wherever you are, wherever Teaser, you are, wherever right you are. Joey, I can't wait for you to find out that 
Sydney Carton is the one who gets executed at the guillotine at the end of A Tale of Two Cities. And with that said, <laughs> we got the Boston Red Sox are two weeks away from playing baseball. We got Joey. We got Charlie. We got Chuck. We got Nick. We got Caesar. And we're ready to play some baseball. So cue the duck boats, baby. 